This is Farfetched Threads, our people podcast, where you can hear the real stories about life as a farfetcher. Hi everyone, my name is Joanna. I'm a senior people communication specialist at Farfetch, and today I want to welcome you all to our Farfetch People podcast, Threads. Uh, I'm very excited to speak with Sean Keane, who joined Farfetch back in 2013, and now she leads a global people team of nearly 200 Farfetchers as our chief people officer and a member of our executive team. Sean has experienced firsthand Farfetch rapid growth, and she has played an instrumental role in our people-centered strategy since the very beginning. Welcome, Sean. How are you? Hi, Joanna. I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so excited to have you here. I'd love to kick things off by hearing about your Farfetch journey so far. Okay, um, so I joined Farfetch, uh, as, you, as you mentioned, in 2013. Actually, I joined a little bit before that as a consultant. Uh, Farfetch was in the UK, just around 20 or so people and globally, which was three countries around 100. Um, and there wasn't anyone in human resources in the UK, so I knew the COO at the time. He asked me to come and join as a consultant and help to set things up. Uh, at that stage, a funny story is um, we thought that we would recruit maybe five people the following year, but didn't realise how fast Farfetch was going to grow, and we ended up going from 20 to 90 people within uh, 12 months just in the UK. So uh, it just shows you that the journey of Farfetch has been explosive, certainly for me, right from the very beginning. So my role started as a consultant initially, and then I was responsible for the UK, setting things up in the UK, and then eventually globally. Um, and as you may know, we're now across uh, 14 countries. So it's been an incredible experience. Well, thank you for sharing. It's so great to learn about how quickly Farfetch grew from someone who was here at the beginning. Uh, we have actually been talking a lot about chapter one and chapter two lately. Can you explain what we mean by this and what you think the key differences are between them? Yes, absolutely. So chapter one is our first 10 years from 2008 to 2018. And just so happens to also 2018 also happens to be the year that we IPO'd. So we talk about um, chapter one being really everything from starting as a very small startup to reaching our unicorn status to expanding in multiple countries and becoming a, a really truly global business and then finally a public company. And then chapter two is very much the 10 years that we consider post IPO um, and post 2018. So we're now well into that two years on. Um, and for us, it's all about retaining our culture and values. Uh, still, we don't expect anything to uh, change there. We still want to be the business we were in the first 10 years. But of course, uh, things are different now that we're reaching a critical mass of close to 5,000 people and we're a public company. So it's the second part of our evolution. Amazing. So this evolution, uh, we believe that this has a lot to do with strategy and with culture. And uh, so our CEO and our founder, José, uh, he often says that culture actually eats strategy for breakfast. Uh, could you share what the Farfetch values and culture mean to you particularly? 
Yeah, absolutely. So for me in particular, the the, the culture is so close uh, to my heart and it's close to many Farfetch's heart. The Values was actually the first project that I worked on when I joined. So I've been involved from the very beginning about really helping to define what the values are and how they've evolved over time. And when I say evolved, it's not so much the core values themselves, it's making sure that the definitions and the behaviors that we um, associate with those values are clear and understood for everyone. And for us, the reason why our culture and values is so important is that we're a business that is really based on people. Um, everything that we do is really based on both um, the people we have in the business, our far-fetched communities, our partners. So in this whole community, we really want to create an environment where all of our far-fetchers can thrive and we celebrate individuality and welcome differences for everyone. Uh, thank you, Sean, for sharing your personal experience of seeing our values come to life. Well, uh, for me, for instance, I experienced the todos juntos, which means all together in English. Uh, I experience this value every day at Farfetch since we've all been working from home due to the ongoing global situation. So uh, I feel that now more than ever, it's crucial that we're all aligned, working together to achieve our common goals. And it's been great to feel our people's daily commitment to our values, actually. Because they represent our guiding principles at Farfetch, our values are also an essential part of the foundation of our GoFar framework. Could you explain what GoFar is and why it's so important for our people's strategy? Yes, GoFar was a concept that we worked on in a lot of detail. Uh, we commenced work in this area in 2014 and originally it was focused um, exclusively on building career paths within Farfed. Now that we're in Chapter 2 and we're very much focused on building a world-class company, we've evolved our GoFar framework even further to touch in, into every element of our overall people strategy. Um, just to explain that a little further, so GoFar is really based on three essential dimensions. What we call um, as good for Farfetch, which is your ability to live our values. So for us, that's incredibly important. That needs to be there for us right through from when you're attracted to Farfetch in, in, in the first instance. Um, good for the role is the second part, which means that we're looking at the skills and competencies uh, you may need to perform your job today. Um, and then the, an, another interesting element is good for growth. Um, and that is really um, the ability to evolve over time. Um, and we believe that that sort of continuous learning is what um, will um, inspire people to stay and grow within, within Farfetch. Okay, so today, uh, let's focus on GoFar for Developments. How is this framework enabling our Farfetchers to own their careers and thrive? And uh, what does career ownership mean for you? Yes, absolutely. So development for us is not only about moving up the ladder, but also about developing the skills, abilities and knowledge through exposure to different teams and projects and ways of working. Um, as well as formal and informal learning opportunities. So we believe development can happen at an incredible pace in Farfetch just by doing the job that people are doing today. However, we have an ambitious um, community internally in Farfetch, which we love, and we really encourage our Farfetchers to take ownership of expanding and deepening their skills and experience. Um, and we provide opportunities to support our far-fetchers uh, to do this along the way. 
whether it's the right tools to enable their growth or uh, setting up structures or setting up different sort of um, cross-functional working groups. There are many ways that a farfetcher can develop their careers. Um, I, I've been involved in some of these myself, so um, I've learned from my peers in peer-to-peer -peer, peer learning. We also offer in-person or virtual training, uh, workshops or conferences, coaching, mentoring, um, and we are working a lot on internal mobility to provide the pathways and opportunities for our farfetchers to be able to move and grow internally. Just sharing some real life examples and experience, I mean, um, my career has, has grown enormously at Farfetch from starting, as I said, from a consultant in day one to having the opportunity to um, join the executive team and then become chief people officer. Um, and for me, that was what was amazing about that was having the space to grow. So um, rather than having someone uh, being recruited over me um, as Farfetch grew, I, was, I had the space to sort of learn and self-develop myself on the job, as well as with some uh, formal training to be able to develop my career um, to the level that it is today. I'm incredibly grateful uh, for that experience. It's really inspiring to listen how some uh, of the people that are with us for so long have been developing and growing into Farfetch. And um, I was actually curious if you could tell us about some recent initiatives that have been introduced lately. Yeah. So there, there's a couple of things that we have recently put in place, been working on for some time, and the, uh, the timing of it has been incredible with everyone now being at home or certainly having, been, having had been at home um, over the recent months. So we've launched Workday Learning, which is our new platform for integrated learning experiences. And that gives out all of our people across the globe access to resources that can support their development um, and to grow their skills um, in a self-paced way. Um, so as well as Workday Learning, we have um, just launched Feed Forward. So uh, we're keeping feedback, but we're also encouraging our farfetchers uh, to use the concept of Feed Forward and proactively ask their peers or their colleagues for um, advice or ideas on how they may develop their skills for the future. Um, and why this is so important is Feed Forward is something, if, if you're very interested in developing a certain skill or um, growing in a certain area, Feed Forward can, can, can provide incredible uh, support from your colleagues uh, who can help you to start to think about some of the things that you might need to do to grow in this area. So we're really excited about what the combination of Feedback and Feed Forward will um, provide our farfetchers as they grow and develop. I'm personally a huge fan of Workday Learning. And now we would like to ask you about Humu, our biannual happiness survey at Farfetch. And uh, we know that one of the things that Farfetchers value the most is the autonomy and the independence they have to perform in their role. Uh, how do you think that this links to developments? Yeah, well, Humu has been an incredible uh, tool for us to be able to understand what's really important to our farfetchers. Um, we've used a lot of different engagement tools in the past, and they're—I mean—they're they're all fantastic. But uh, the real benefit of Humu is that it 
has helped us to really hone into the top three things that we need to focus on uh, to improve, as well as the top three things to celebrate, which is equally as important. In our most recent Humu survey, 90% of our farfetchers indicated that they're able to use their personal initiative and judgment in carrying out their work. And it's an for amazing us, number. <laughs> yes, yeah. it really is. So uh, when we think about autonomy, we also think about our farfetchers being able to learn new skills. So taking on stretch projects or moving teams or developing into more senior roles. All of these require a different, um, different way of learning and a, and a different opportunity that may need to be open to people. So once again, we see our role certainly in the people team and our managers and leaders is making sure that they are working with their farfetchers to uncover what might be important to that individual and creating the environment for for those um, development opportunities to become real. During the current coronavirus pandemic, uh, many of our people have been using their time in lockdown to focus on learning. So uh, what have you been doing uh, to support your own learning and development? Can you share some of these things with us? Yes, yes I'm happy to, Joanna. So um, learning for me is something that I just think always needs to be there, regardless of your role or your level or how experienced you are. I think people become incredibly motivated by, by learning and, and I would be one of those people uh, as well. So one of the things that I've been working on is um, developing my mentoring skills. So since um, since being in lockdown, uh, we I have started mentoring two farfetchers um, in the UK. Uh, through our UK mentoring scheme and it's been incredibly rewarding um, firstly and most importantly it's been amazing to get to know uh, people that I hadn't known on a one-to-one -one basis um, before and understand uh, what they need to grow and develop so for me and, and my career and my role it's really important to be able to hear real life examples of what people are, are facing in their own career development but secondly um, learning what it means to be a mentor which is different to being a coach uh, and different to being a manager so it's a new skill for me that I've been developing um, recently. The second one um, I'd like to share is, is self-education so uh, more recently with the topics surrounding um, Black Lives Matter and how that translates into the Farfetch group um, it has meant that I've spent quite a lot of time doing um, self-education, reading resources um, all around, um, around this topic. So hopefully that will help me to be able to um, empathize further with uh, our black employees and secondly, uh, know what I need to do to make a difference. That is a really very be human thing to do. And uh, it mo it's certainly mostly appreciated by, by everyone in our business. Thank you, Sean, for sharing your own experience and for taking the time to actually dedicate to those two big topics that are so important to us as a business and also for us in terms of personal development and uh, in terms of connecting to the world, to the wider world outside. This is really inspiring.
This final question is related with your hidden talents that we are very sure you will share with us. Some very exciting things. <laughs> yes, well, well, I have to actually check in with my my, my children and my husband uh, on this because I, <laughs> I wasn't sure I had any special hidden talents, but I'm sure everyone does. Um, and I was reminded that I love to cook, so I make a very authentic Sri Lankan curry, which my family love and uh, often vote for when I'm when I'm cooking on the weekends. Um, but secondly, I have I have a passion. I'm not so sure if it's a hidden talent, but I have a real passion for encouraging children in schools to consider careers in technology. Yeah, not even so much about technology in itself, but more importantly, how they can start to see the path and connect the subjects that they're learning in school to a future job which will turn into a future career and what those steps might look like because I think that can sometimes not be clear for for students it certainly wasn't for me um, and so I like to talk in as many schools that will have me um, as possible to help uh, children to understand how they can make that connection from education to employment. So you're encouraging people outside of Farfetch to own their careers and thrive. Absolutely. Even outside of Farfetch. <laughs> well really, said, Joanna. Really inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Sean, thank you very much for your time and for being such an amazing guest for our Farfetch People uh, Threats podcast. Uh, for the rest of you who have been listening, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with Sean and that you stay tuned for our next episodes. We'll have lots of exciting guests and we are very happy to have you with us. So speak soon, everyone, and bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you never miss an episode of Farfetch Threads by subscribing to our Spotify and Farfetch People YouTube channel. If you're ready to do what's never been done, visit farfetchcareers.com.